0: ahoy there and welcome back to faded breaks and now we are in season two i am covering all the great stuff that has been on my uh, radar as far as anime and what the deal is with cannabis up until this point point. and i'm looking forward to you tuning in and chilling through this episode of again faded breaks the original cannabis and anime experience i am your host madam versus muse land of the muse or madam ether i am chief executive muse creative producer and most importantly illustrator of creative ether llc doing business as faded lane i enjoy weed I enjoy nerd media Thus that is why this podcast Exists And I would assume that you Enjoy one or Both of those or all of the Of the goods And pretty much yeah This is coming out much later Than planned and it's not even coming out On a Monday so there will be Another episode on Monday To keep with The uh, schedule of Episodes going out every Monday at eleven oh eight a.m. because that is important to me. And as far as future discussions on the horizon, I'm still working out that date to be honest. Like I was trying to do Monday nights, but you know we're adults, or most of my listeners are adults. I mean, if it's if there's weed involved, uh, it should only be people over eighteen <laughs> listening to this. But you know. I was trying to do 10 o'clock and then six o'clock but it's just, I have other things going on. So I may be doing the discussions on Sundays. I'm still working that out, but ultimately instead of on clubhouse, because I just can't get down with being on clubhouse regularly like that. It will be on Twitter spaces. So make sure to follow me at Atlanta, the muse on Twitter, as well as at faded lane on Instagram which is my business account but it's mainly my business content account so it's is a part of my cannabis business faded lane but yeah kick back relax enjoy some bud or whatever you want to enjoy that is healthy for your mind body and soul and as far as what i will be talking about I'm pretty much like I want to get this out before the finales of Attack on Titan and Platinum End. I've still been watching those and I'll be touching on other interests that have gotten me along like uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I've been on and off about But I really got into part four, Diamond is Unbreakable, with Josuke, who has now become my favorite Jojo. And I picked up Elden Ring because I felt like being a gamer again and like being more part of a... I guess more recent games have come out. I still haven't beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I do want to play God of War, but I do want to get involved with what's popping right now and get more communal as it goes demon slayer season two i'm loosely touching on that but i really enjoyed that getting into other like i said nerd media content or nerd media i hate associating content the word content with like media and whatnot um and as far as cannabis consumption products i am on a breakthrough 420 because yeah I, I've explained it in season one in previous episodes but in lieu of that I will be touching on just different herbs instead of just cannabis because I do I am along the I'm in the group of people who believes any form of con- cannabis consumption can be considered medicinal especially if it's very intentional and that can apply to other herbs since you can mix that with cannabis. But other than that, enjoy this episode. Faded Lane is the elite solo powered illustration studio helping cannabis brands forge timeless creative solutions that sell, particularly. With illustration. As the host of Faded Breaks, naturally I'm gonna push my own shit. <laughs> and it may be a benefit to you, a benefit to someone that you know and value. So, my business, I specialize in illustration services and somewhat as a subsidiary or supplement supporting aspect to that also creative direction as a creative producer creative direction production and consulting specifically with developing creative campaigns whether it's narrowing down your brand story baking in the elements of brand lore which is my Visualize concept for developing out your brain into a world and you know visualize that Let's play with some escapism Whether that is getting packaging package art on your packages or other forms of Products as well as merchandise or apparel designs illustration designs potentially a mural Using the basics of either my more fantastical style or a more toned down style where I use visual noting or sketch noting, which is visualizing information, which is essential for content, especially if you create an ongoing series that your audience looks forward to. And you can turn that into merchandise or digital products or NFTs all things that we can work on not just from my experience as an artist but as a business professional who wants to see you thrive as I thrive because this is a win-win situation so if that has gotten you going head on to the show notes go to fadedlane.com follow me on instagram fadedlane or twitter at alanda muse and I look forward to seeing you there. Be sure to, if you're curious, want to get more involved before you reach out or just get a taste for what I produce. Check out the Forged by Faded podcast updates dailyish, And there's also the Art Biz and Chill newsletter that goes out every first, third and fifth Friday. I'll see you there. Okay, as it goes, this is the cannabis segment or the herb segment of the episode. And I do want to address that. I've had like, like previous episodes, I've had like all this kind of white noisy feedback in the background. I don't know if you've noticed, but it just really irritates me. Like I got this loud ass fucking heater that I'm ready to turn off once Maryland's weather stabilizes Like living in this old house is, can be quite irky and that noise drives me nuts. Anyway, (laughs) so recording episodes in a different part of the house until, you know, that's a done deal. Not as though it matters to you, but, you know, if you're somewhat of an audiophile and you've noticed, I've noticed. Let's just hop into this. So, yeah, going on a another cannabis break. I do this frequently, and like in the past, I've had like weird motherfuckers who can't seem to understand that a break doesn't mean you're stopping forever. You just take them at certain times. And as I've said in a previous episode, maybe, but yeah, just resetting with cannabis, like resetting the relationship, because I can get overindulgent and then I just have, I start to have negative effects and detrimental effects like just sl- slipping into a deep depression and not taking good care of myself um just because I guess other environmental factors start to weigh on me and then cannabis consumption just yeah just gets out of control so working on those personal things so that I can Once again, attempt to have a positive relationship with the plant like I did when I first started and before I was just coexisting with broken, lost people who can't seem to get themselves together. So don't be one of those. Address your problems. Don't befriend people who enable you to be a mediocre piece of shit and to not take care of yourself. Everybody needs kindness and support, but some point you got to take a step back and see when people are just enabling you and being yes men and women and not helping you to develop and not making you face the fact that you're not even helping yourself. So with that PSC, that PSA said, I will touch on what I have enjoyed or what I did enjoy before I took the break and then touching on herbs as it goes with the episodes, try to keep each segment, under well between like 10 and 15 minutes so i'm, I'm just very time conscious <laughs> anyway shit i don't i forgot the grower the grower may have been kind tree again i'm in maryland medical pay medical cannabis patient in maryland currently i'm not because my card expired my actual like um this is how things work here. You got to pay for a card and you have to pay for um, like your prescription or your documentation or whatever the fuck. So you got to renew the documentation every year. So I'm coming up on that time. But like the card, I think, expires maybe every three years. And apparently there's like a huge backlog on it. Go figure. Maryland Medical Cannabis Commission so yeah that happened and I just figured you know again it'll be a good time for me to take a step back and reevaluate since most of my issues as far as like you know I was consuming for anxiety and depression and consuming for um chronic back pain but I've been doing pretty well moving forward with those It's just, again, once you start having like negative effects and detrimental effects and you're really conscious of those things, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate. And for me, make alterations in my lifestyle, like being more active. And my main issue has been with eating enough and getting enough rest. So just getting those foundational things of being a human together before i keep consuming but yeah i did want to touch on the two last strains that i really enjoyed one was sun meds jacked up and the other i think it's kind tree but it could be a, a different brand but it was called afghani and also just like <laughs> keef <Keith. laughs> but um yeah i really like the jacked up high in Got like both of those I bought on the low, they were sale apes So I think each of them were like well, the Afghani was eighteen dollars. The jacked up may have also been eighteen dollars. It was like between fifteen and twenty. Definitely under twenty dollars. I love the jacked up because it's high in terpenaline, as I've expressed before. I'm a fan of terpenaline. Or I think I am, <laughs> but um you can just tell from as it goes, they say, follow your nose when it comes to cannabis. There have been limitations with that, you know, before purchasing because of the pandemic. Can't be having your nasty ass nose germs in the collective bud that you haven't purchased yet. But um didn't get to smell them till I got home, but ooh, they were great. They smelled great and they hit well. I have been, I think the jacked up was under 20% THC, which is my ideal. That doesn't always happen with the, uh, I think it can happen with the sale apes, but it just depends on location. Can't remember where I picked up the jacked up. The Afghani, I picked up from the living room, Evermore's flagship dispensary. I live very close to it. So I do just like dropping in there as opposed to like, Driving another 15 20 minutes to another side of town for a deal. So, Afghani, I think I don't think it had that much terpenin in it. I'm not even grabbing the pack, like the package or whatever, to read off the labs. I think that definitely had over 20% THC. It may have been 26%, which was pushing it for me. But it smelled very robust the flower the flower the bud was perfect quality as was the case with the jacked up from sun med from what i can remember so just as a reminder for anybody who's purchasing on the legal market or purchasing in maryland sometimes $15 apes and $20 apes and anything under 30 35 dollars could be dried out, but the same case is for like, especially in the winter when you could spend $50 on an AVE and that shit's dried out and doesn't really have much of a smell or doesn't really, it's not really that impressive as far as how it, again, smells and how it stands out as far as it like smoking well. So, yeah, you can get great shit. Again, as I've said in previous episodes, you can get great great shit for under $30 for as low as $15 in Maryland. It all just depends on how the dispensary is packaging their flour. Of course, how the grower and processor is packaging their shit, but it also depends on the dispensaries because typically the discounted bud is not in its original packaging. It's up to the dispensary to repackage it. So that does count like that is one of the major issues that people have purchasing legal cannabis is that the quality kind of gets lost because it switches between all these hands and going through all these different packages but yeah the Afghani I was just surprised that of just how robust the smell was and just the quality of it and again I enjoyed it so I would recommend those if you come across them but as it goes, No flower profile will be exactly the same with each batch. So, you know, there's that caveat. As far as just keef in general, I was out of bud. But I think because I had gone through at least a quarter, maybe even a half of weed, you know, grind going through it with my grinder. Always make sure you have a quality grinder because the keef collects at the bottom. And when you're out of bud, you can depending on how much keef you have, you can make other things like hash or I guess other concentrate like essentially it's a concentrate but because it's all the trichomes from the plant and again you can make hash and whatnot or as I was saying about consuming smoking herb like other herbs non-cannabis herbs but I guess legal herbs that you can get anywhere because those have terpenes as well those have medicinal benefits like lavender, mugwort, sage, rosemary. These are all things that you can actually smoke. You can mix them in with your weed. And especially if you know, again, like you know the terpene profiles that work best for you, or just you enjoy certain smells and experiences. If you're not getting it with the bud, like when you check the labs, You can mix an herb. So that said with the Keef. I was pretty much just sprinkling on top of. I got into mugwort and motherwort. Spiritual reasons for those. But I had the mugwort from tea bags. Because I was also drinking that as a tea. And I was doing the mug motherwort as a tea. But both of these are bitter as fuck. So I kind of just enjoy smoking those and you know especially again for spiritual reasons kind of like doing it before meditating or doing rituals and whatnot so if I still want a little bit of that high or because they I mean I guess they kind of give you a high but it's just it's different it's just more zen-like or more focused and more introspective and that's why I originally was consuming cannabis, because I was doing that before I meditated and really just to center myself and be more present and to be more in my body, which ultimately has led to me healing from having generalized anxiety disorder and other mental illnesses, where it's just like, sometimes I just have a, I guess instead of having a mental disorder, I just have, you know, bouts of a mental illness because of, other things compounding and not happening in my life so as i will also touch on rose hip rose hip i don't go out of my way to smoke it i do enjoy drinking the tea but just because it's not like i'm i'm rolling up i'm a bong person occasionally i roll up but so i've even found you're getting a better hit from a bong than smoking a joint or a blunt hands down it's just I feel like if your goal is to get high or to feel effects or feel the maximum effects you're better off with a bong I don't I don't get the I get the the convenience of I guess if you're buying a pre-rolled joint or blunt but as far as like rolling up yourself I think that's more experiential as far as enjoying the sensation of the joint as opposed to like the actual effects, but um, yeah, I put the tea bag, had the mugwort in. I just have loose motherwort, the rose hip. Essentially, while I was saying all that, is like because when you're hitting a bong or a bowl, of course there's a hole, but you need either like a like buy one of the screens like if you buy a metal screen like brass or copper or silver or if you get like a glass tip screen is basically so the bud doesn't fall through so you can also or at least what I did was put rose hip in or mother's wart in because those are they're just thicker and they won't just get they just won't drop down the whole of the um glass bowl or whatever and then you can put the bud in or you can put like whatever other herbs and then put the you know the keef on top so yeah it's just more options to consuming cannabis than just straight weed and so i found you know i do want to pick up more from the legacy market depending on those connections that i have you know of course you want to buy safe weed you want to know how niggas are growing they actually and they're not just putting junk in you but um yeah, if you're looking to take a break or looking to like lower your consumption because you're not enjoying the effects or you just want to take a couple steps back, I highly recommend doing some research on herbs again, checking the, the terpene profiles or even just the issues that you want to address or the medical conditions, whatever the fuck that you want to address. Do your research on that. Make sure it's safe to inhale it and throw some keef on that bitch. But yeah, like I said, moving forward, I will cover or I'll, I may just get more. Yeah, I'll get more in detail about what each herb is about. And until 420 comes that's about it for covering cannabis products. Canban is officially here to jam baby with the endocanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand. Personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers, be it cannabinoids like Queen CBD to the zesty limonene of terpy, the subgroup of the band known for K-pop and R&B aesthetics. You can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art, Wall calendars, 18 months, starting from July 2022, and merchandise, such as masks, gonna need them bitches, aprons, coasters, backpacks, and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come. If you would like to see the development of the Visual Note style, be sure to look up Faded Lane, my company that is the oversight. And you can see development via your Faded Hour on my Faded Lane accounts. See videos via Pinterest, the Indocan Band Pinterest account, or follow me on TikTok at the Laneiverse. Details, links, everything are in the show notes. And come enjoy the band. All right, now we're into the anime nerd media segment. First, I want to kick off by saying that I am playing Elden Ring. And I'm only an hour and a half in the game. I'm trash. (laughs) So I'm using uh, YouTube to power up my prophet named Madam. (laughs) And yeah, I am on PS4. I don't have PSN yet. I will be getting that. I'll have it in April. Who knows when you're listening to this? Overall point is follow me or connect with me. Whatever the fuck you be doing on PlayStation. Whatever the work it is. And my name is Elena Powerchick. That is an, a name from a previous life, but I will maintain it on that account. So um, yeah, I will. that's in the show notes. If you struggle with spelling, because I ain't helping you out right now. But, yeah, let's link up and play together. I don't have a schedule for that yet. I am probably going to be more garbage than you can ever imagine. And I'm okay with that because I have other things to validate myself with other than some little boy things. Anyway, getting into first, want to also touch on Demon Slayer Season 2 the entertainment district and that was wow ah, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes like demon slayer does touch my soul it do get generic at times like of course they had that little screaming match to bring back the uh nostalgia of the dragon ball z days that everyone now thinks that they're so clever every time they bring that up boring but there are some cheesy basic elements of demon slayer, but at the heart of it, I just do like the emotional elements, like the aspects about siblings that had me thinking about my own deceased brother and our honestly lack of a relationship and how it would have been great to have, at least even if he was a demon and took me down to hell with him. would have just, just would have loved that loyalty. Um, But it's cool that there was like a foil to Nezuko and Tanjiro of sibling love and how to support each other. And goddamn, I wasn't expecting things to escalate like they did, where the entire district was destroyed. And I was like, oh, all these motherfuckers did. And I'm like, oh, fortunately, they survived. But loved Usui. Everybody was like, so like, especially men were really obsessed with him having three wives. And it's just like, y'all like measuring your ball sacks about this. And if you're not you're not paying attention to the fact that he actually cares for his wife, his wives, and encourages them to put themselves before him, which a lot of you niggas need to work on. Now you be bitching about women and bitching about your partners and yeah, but you're not doing your part to make the relationship satisfying for either part, either parts. You're the man you want to lead and whatnot, but you're just leading to misery because you won't get over your boyishness because of your balls, because of your ball sack. So if you're going to admire Usui Tengen, the sound Hashida, God of festivals, like stop, Viewing him as a Chad and grow the fuck up and become more than your ball sex and actually tend to the care of your wives and your partners that you so desperately just want to harem to validate your existence to other men, which is just that's just gay and pathetic, bro. I don't even want to insult gay men with that. It's just work on yourself then consider if you can even handle a harem. Like I've encountered this before with men who want all these women and keep blaming the women for their ineptitude. You got to look in the mirror, bitch. (laughs) So that's all I have to say on that. But getting back to demon slayer as a whole, it was just very moving that all the boys just cried and they went through so many motions and, and, It's just great to see their growth and again to see see the reality of just soft boys who are warriors and protectors and they still be crying sometimes because that shit's overwhelming bruh! Sorry if I gave spoilers I guess. But anyway, I really enjoy the Entertainment District. It's very beautiful. I personally just have an invested interest in oidons or courtesans and even though the Yoshiwara the Yoshiwara district, I was about to say era, the Yoshiwara district or the red light district, which essentially is the entertainment district and how that was in Edo Japan, I guess into the Taisho where it was prostitution. They didn't have happy lives because you know, they were sold into sexual slavery, but that was also their way to power and access. So I do see it as like an opportunity to just read into Japanese history And especially as an artist, again, it's just very inspiring and dazzling to just see all these different patterns. And like when you think about American animation, how they just try to keep things so simple. And then you have something like Demon Slayer, where you have all these different colorful scenes and geometric shapes and all these different shapes of the prints of the costumes, or I guess the kimono and even like the interior. It's just a delight to take in. So that's down Demon Slayer season two. Definitely enjoyed it more than season one. Every episode was exciting. I wasn't even paying attention to when it was about to end. So when it did end, I was just like, well, damn, (laughs) that was a delight to my Sundays. So next up is I'm watching Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is unbreakable. As I said in the intro, which is part four that features Josuke, Joseph, Joe Star's illegitimate son. But it, Joseph was my favorite JoJo, and Josuke has replaced him. But now Joseph is just number two. I don't think any other JoJo is going to usurp either of their positions because I just really enjoy their personalities. And I just enjoy, again, the boyishness of Josuke. Because he's just going to school. It's a small town. And he has his little school friends, Koichi and Okuyasu. And I just enjoy it. I enjoy the intros. I enjoy the music. I enjoy that they changed up the style. And <laughs> just <laughs> I don't know why people fuck with Jotaro so hard. Because he doesn't <laughs> express much. My- and he just be doing shit like Koichi should be like oh my god you'll be like yeah nigga so yeah i'm gonna need you to like look out for yourself and i'm gonna handle this or whatever and yeah we're looking for this guy and he's just so dry um but yeah i'm really enjoying part four it seems very long but i do need breaks in between like because if there's no like main plot stuff happening I don't really think it's filler. It's like side things that are happening that I believe are in the manga. I haven't read the manga yet, but it do get kind of played out. But at the same time, I just end up enjoying myself with just the ridiculousness of each episode. So if you haven't watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I mean, I haven't watched consistent episodes of any of the previous seasons. So this is really the first one that I'm watching consistently as far as like, or I guess chronologically and just actually invested in the development. So you can be like me or like everybody says the part one of JoJo it starts off slow and Joseph, uh, Jonathan is the first star. He's not everybody's favorite, but I feel like if you want to like be invested in, seeing these characters grow and come together and just show up in different ways in each of these parts, it might be valuable to start from the beginning. But if you're just a chaotic person like I am, definitely just start with part four and enjoy that shit. It just has its own vibe because it's not, we gotta save the world. It's just like, there's a serial killer in this fucking town. He murdered 10 years. So we got sorted this out. So yeah, it has the... Mystery elements, horror elements, and just, yeah, I think it's fascinating. I'm enjoying it. Josuke Supremacy, 2022. 20, <laughs> like I'm, I'm saving the finale stuff closer to the end. but right? No, let me just hop into it. So, Attack on Titan, finale's coming up. everybody's like, is it going to be an hour long? Are they going to make a movie? What's happening? Because there's nine more chapters of the manga to cover. And the second to last episode that just dropped is pretty much chapter 130. And the manga ended at 139. So I guess we're all in for a surprise, but it's been great seeing, I guess the anime only their reactions and then just watching and going through the deeper emotions of all the shit that was happening in the remaining, like, I guess, 20 chapters. It's just like, I'm loving this shit. So if you're not into Attack on Titan, don't just jump into, if you haven't watched it yet, start from the beginning. Get invested. Because Yams, Isayama Hajime, the creator of Attack on Titan is an amazing storyteller. This guy's had this shit together since page one. And the things that came from page one, every part of Attack on Titan matters, from the titles to everything the characters say. That's just prime storytelling. Everything in a story is meant to matter. And that even, it matters even more visually. Nothing is placed there just to be there. So course we gonna have the i guess another slew or another wave of the bitch boys whining about the ending and their favorite again chad aaron when it's like aaron is like he's in the 19 he's between like 19 and 21 years old he's a very young like this one chick i'm talking to on twitter about it she keeps calling him a teenager and like he's still kind of a teenager so just learning at the end, like his real motivations or his thought process or how he actually is, is just like, there is nothing acceptable about murdering the world. It's just not, his behavior is not normal or acceptable. And to see it celebrated by spineless bitch boys who think that's an admirable way for men to, Deal with their lack of therapy because their mommy was eaten in front of them. It just isn't the it just isn't the way. So those are my feelings on that. But definitely watch Attack on Titan. Start from the beginning. I still need to watch. Uh, I guess the side series with like Aaron and Erwin uh, and Levi. Haven't watched that yet. But tune into that. As for Platinum End. Like, I'm going to have episodes about all these finales, but like platinum end is ending this upcoming Friday when I record this. And I looked up the ending and I'm just waiting to see it unfold. But the show has been stupid, but it then crossed the threshold, I guess into the second half where it just got more, I don't know, serious. And I just really got more invested in what was going on and seeing how things will unfold. And of course, just the ridiculous storytelling nature of, I guess, presenting human nature that the Death Note creators, as as creators of Platinum Man, have infused in this. My major issues are, or I guess my major issue is just, we got a little love story going on with Kakehashi Mirai and Saki, and it's just not believable for me like this boy he's like i want to be happy i'm pursuing happiness and it's like you you don't really have no expressions or any like emotion in your voice and again i guess that's going into show to me shonen tropes of main characters who manage to attract all these women or get a love interest and they have the personality of like a dead person's thumbtoe like <laughs> he's is like he's doing admirable things but it's just like you don't really have a personality bruh so I don't really care for you that much as a protagonist but overall it is fascinating so I will touch on that and what just for wrapping things up I am nerd media wise. I am on a mission to become a immortalized as a Tekken character. It would be Madame Muse, Artist billionaire. Maybe MMA fighter. I haven't decided my fighting style yet. But if you want to see, because I'm, I'm building on Instagram and eventually like working towards getting Nabco's attention or Capcom's attention. And see who, who uh, brings me in first. You need some black women, some key black women, more black women in them games. So follow me, Elaine the Muse, on Instagram to see me training and whatnot. And spread the message. And to wrap things up. I am. I downloaded this phone game called Genshin Impact. I've seen some people talking about it. I've seen like some ads. So I just wanted to have a phone app. To I don't know replace being on social media as much, but to still be like I don't know I just want to game more. So I will touch on that at some point, and I'll start it at some point. Like I downloaded it, but I didn't have space on my phone. So yeah, that's that. But like I said, I'll be doing Twitter Spaces. Follow me again, Elaine the Muse. So it's Elaine the Muse on Instagram. And Twitter, mainly Twitter, follow me there. I'll be doing more podcast posts there. And um, eventually we'll have a spaces. Again, that will be after 420. and I will determine which day of the week, what time it's going to be, but would we'll also love your input if you are attending. Deep within the muse is an unending lane of verse. It begins and ends with the madam. You can discover that side of me, the commercial artists or really just the artists who just wants to make shit and not think about the money things and taxes and business expenses. But alas, that is existence, but I will not surrender. In light of that you can follow my development on personal projects such as orange 91 which is my personal biannual anthology that features my character short stories and also contains illustrations of them so it's very magical realism kind of deal and just being very experimental with my style with the kinds of tools that i use to make art and just making a great storytelling experience as I build the foundation to having my shit animated. It's ultimately the goal. There are aspects of the Indocan band that show up in the Laneiverse and on my platforms, namely on TikTok. But if you're curious about how my sweet dance moves, break creative blocks, and manifest the magic of all things needed in my universe in my place of this etheric realm hop on over to there at lameface on tiktok also instagram where I mainly just port shit um, you can also connect with me on facebook if you can find that link somewhere <laughs> find me I'm <laughs> um, not really that committed to facebook but youtube will be rolling out I'm rolling out monthly videos so just focusing on my creative business my creative project development and just my growth as a creator through and through without all the bells and whistles and noise and annoyance of society just as a being so hop on over to the links and again the show notes the Laneverse will have a website by the end of summer 2022. But while you wait, you can check out some of my previous artwork and wares at laneware.com, which will also be developing over the course of 2022. I'll meet you there. The art is personal, but you're welcome. So thank you for making it to the end of the first episode of season two of Faded Breaks. Hope you enjoyed yourself. It was a lot of information, but I just wanted to touch on a lot of what's been happening the past couple weeks and what I've been engaging with, what I find fascinating and inspiring. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, as it goes again, episodes come out every Monday at eleven oh eight 8 a.m. Eastern standard time. And typically keeping them under between 30 and 40 minutes where I will just focus on one segment each. I just wanted to give a complete overview, kind of what you can anticipate this season. Um, seasons are 10 episodes, take a little break in between. I do, I really want to do discussions. I really do. It's just that this shit ain't paying me and I got to prioritize my buddy, and other projects before I double down on this so that's just that but I am I feel like I do have enough time that we can do the twitter spaces that's better than me pretending that I'm an active clubhouse user because I'm not so that's just why that didn't work out spaces is great I spend time I spend I'm on twitter pretty much every day again posting anime reposting have discussions and whatnot in between posting businessy things. So again, give me a follow, Elaine the Muse on Twitter. If you are an Instagram head, follow me at faded lane where I will be posting you know, little screenshots and shit or screen recorded video blah 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 of the podcast and sharing that. Would appreciate if you helped with spreading the message if you've been in Ongoing listener, make sure you follow, turn those notifications, and hope you enjoyed the new ads that I developed. And to again, just get anyone you know who loves anime involved to follow me, to listen, to get together for the spaces that will be happening post 420 close to the end of April, and I will connect with you again on Monday. Keep glistening.